anyone seen, or does anyone know maybe, it says here, um, transcendental meditation in schools. I turned on my television there the other week, and there's a big thing going around now called mindfulness. Has anyone heard of mindfulness? Don't know what it is exactly, but it didn't look that great to me when they were sitting there concentrating and meditating. I don't know the details, but what I'm saying is this morning, it's to be alert, to be awake, to realize there is a strategy. And that strategy, if the boat goes down, you go down with it. You understand? So, the time of prayer as well, pray for the leadership. Pray, pray for the leadership that will be alert, that will have a sense of what's happening. You know, like, because the enemy is clever. These are ten point plan. You can, if anyone wants it, I've got it done out afterwards. I don't know how much more time. But what the devil does, you see, for 300 years after Jesus in, instigated the church, you know what he did? The devil put the boot in. He decided, we'll rub this out. Was, like, I said, stop the train before he goes up the speed. Before this gets out of hand, we'll kill him. Well, first of all, he tried to kill Jesus. When the wise men came, and they said to Herod, and, then, and so Herod, being used by the devil, killed all the babies under two years old, all the male ch children. So, right? But Jesus got through, right? Then, when he died on the cross, the devil tried to kill him, thought he succeeded, but in God's plan, actually that's what God wanted. Because of the resurrection, death and Satan and sin were defeated. God's master plan was actually executed by the tool of Satan. So then Satan comes along with a, a thing called persecution. I'll persecute the church. So he comes in to snuff it out, and that's what sent the church out. Huh? As you read, I was reading the lives of the apostles, they died all over the world. Thomas in India, uh, all over the place. Peter in Rome, persecuted. Because of persecution, they say that's where the first monasteries, which is a particular interest I have, started in Egypt and Syria. After AD 70, they came down, because they were sent out of Jerusalem. So never think that's something bad. Huh? Okay, even though it's from the devil, you look for, even the world says, look for every cloud as a silver lining. But every Christian, I would say, if their attitude is right, when that bad comes in, you say, Lord, what do you want me to do in this? How do you want me to react? Do it. And you see, then Satan's power, Satan's negative design, Satan's plan for you, God will turn for good. As he did, he tried to snuff Joseph out, uh, he th they, the brothers threw him into a pit, and we know the end of the story. Uh, he was raised up, and he actually ended up saving them. So, Satan's plan for you will be converted into God's plan for you, as long as you hold on. As long as you keep believing. As long as you keep believing. That's the secret. Keep on believing. Right? So, he's come to take, um, they've taken prayer out of the schools. Reduce parental authority over the children, so that parents do not pass on their Christian traditions to their children. You see, some of these have not happened in Ireland yet. You see, because, but they're coming. And that's where, you know, I was reading this morning about uh, Bill Hybels was saying, make a decision. As you're hearing about this morning, you might say some of these, well, that sounds a bit extreme. That doesn't happen. But you know, even at the moment, as 
there's a movement within Ireland. You can see it on the, on, as you turn on Rory Quinn and everything. They want to secularise uh, uh, the schools completely. And even though as a body we might not agree, and we don't, with everything the Roman Catholic Church has done, but at least there are some principles and morals and ethics and a b transcendental belief in God which is taught. Well, they want to get rid of all that. And you see, in theory, you put things on a level playing field, on a pitch. In theory, that may, doesn't sound like a bad thing. But the problem is, the, play, the level playing field becomes God. <laughs> Secular humanism, right, it, it is not, it becomes a, a, a God in itself. This is, what we're, this is what we need to be aware of, you see. It's not just being inclusive of all the different faiths and all the things. That becomes a God in itself. And woe betide the one who stands up. Because we have a label for everyone. Political correctness. Ooh, that's not very, he's not showing much solidarity, is he? Uh, I, I, I told this tale, um, a personal thing, when the, before the last elections in Ireland, I was working there in the post office and there was on the platform and a guy said to me, John, who, who should we vote for for president or who will you vote for? So I looked quickly around and I, I took in who, who would be the listeners because you see your audience is made up in the moment and I said, I decided to go for it. Well, I had my own opinion but I wasn't going to say it. Uh, I didn't want anyone to know I was, I was voting for Dana. <laughs> no, <laughs> I thought that, that's a step too. That's a step too far. So I didn't say that. I, so I said instead, coward. I said, um, uh, I, I don't mind. It doesn't matter really, as long as you don't. As long as it's not for David Norris. And I can still remember. And this is just an anecdotal situation. There was this big burly Dubliner on the platform. Says, "Hey, John, I hope you're not homophobic." What? And I, I ate him. Because I tell you why, as a stereotype, this guy 10 years ago, 10 years ago, now I'm not judging him individually, but he's the type of guy who would have been talking about puffers and queers and But now, it had infiltrated, not that that's right, but now he'd got the opposite, hook, line and sinker. He got the propaganda of the age, the spirit of the age. And that's what it's all about. You see, because when the devil realized persecution wasn't working, because the church actually grew, for 300 years he tried that one, I'll kill them, I'll kill them, I'll throw them to the lions. And you know what? Every time he, every time he threw one, ten more took their place. Persecution was working for the church. Uh, the blood of the martyrs is seed. So do you know what he did then? He made them popular. Instead of being killed for Christ by putting your hand up, I accept Jesus. It's very different to today. That's why, you know, we've been talking about it. There's a, there's a thing called decisionism. Please accept Jesus. Do him a favor. Put your hand up. Let him in. You see him knocking at the door. And wants to come in. Is that salvation? Is that conversion? Don't fool yourselves. Decision is good. It may be a good to decide for Jesus, but don't be fooled. I believe there'll be many people at the end, the bundles, who said yes to Jesus, but that's all they said. It was just a word. The word will not save you. 
your words won't. His word will, when it finds its place in the heart and begins to grow and you cultivate it and you feed it and you desire the sincere milk of the word and Christ is formed in you as he was formed in the Virgin Mary. It's a relationship, it's a new life, it's a person, but that has to happen. And that's what I'm talking about this morning. It's not about some Alice Bailey, she's in hell now. I'm not judging her, but she probably is in hell. But what we have to pick up on is that we are being bombarded every day. Now a lot of this is the world, but we are in the world. We're not supposed to be of the world, but you know something? That's a hard job. That's a full-time job, 24-7. And of course, we don't like 24-7, we like to have a day off, don't we? But the devil doesn't have a day off. Right? He is working to bring it down. But the great thing is, brothers and sisters, this morning, this is, not to, this is not to put fear in us. It's put the fear of God in us. You know, put the fear of God in us. I had a little bit of a revelation in my own life, just lately. It's a personal thing. I've never shared this, even with my wife. But fear, sometimes you get afraid. You, life, you know, what's happening? And... Uh, but, and you know, I realized there was this, and I often prayed about this, and I often looked back, where did this come from? What's happening? And it was almost like a release just later, two weeks ago, I was getting up in the middle of the night to go driving the old lorry, and it was almost like something happened. And I remember words which were spoken to me. And it was, when I was a young lad, I don't know how old I was, looking back, maybe four-ish, but I remember this scene, but it never seemed like traumatic. But it was a cousin of mine, and he got me and grabbed me, and pulled me into a cupboard, and shook me. Right, and I often remember this, I was very, very frightened. He didn't do anything, there was not, thank God there was nothing else. Just shook me like that, and I remember seeing stars, you know, where he shook me. But, 50 something years later, well, it crept in a lot before that probably, but two weeks ago, the words he said to me came back to me. The words, he, I'd forgotten them. I remembered the scene, it, I, it, not consciously doing anything to me, he said, the demons are going to get you. And as I remembered the words and rejected them, I felt a release. It's interesting. Now you'll see whether, yeah, the demon, imagine that, I'd forgotten those words. Those words being spoken over you, you have forgotten. I'd forgotten them for 55 years. Wasn't living with them, but they came back to me, the demons are going to get you. The demons are going And of course, there was a, alright? Could that be the root of fear? Now, freedom, liberation, I believe is progressive. Pray for me on that one. I want to be fearless. I don't want to, I, I want to be a giant slayer. And you know, so many, so many of the giants that rule us are imaginary. And they're imaginary. And if the devil can get you to believe a lie, he has a power over you. So what we're seeing this morning is about discovering the work of the enemy. Because an enemy did this to you. Right? But you're not meant to stay that way, the way you are. Because, as we've heard so often, God loves you so much. He doesn't want to leave you the way you are. But there is an enemy who will not give up. So he's breaking down authority in the home. He is trying to destroy the family. The traditional Christian family structure. Why? She said, it is oppressive and that the family is the core of the nation. If you break the family, you break the nation. Liberate the people from the confines of this structure. 
4. If sex is free, then make it... Listen, doesn't it sound like a picture of the... Those of you who are a bit older, money of this didn't exist 40 years ago. This is a picture of the society that we're living in. It didn't... When we were like, it didn't exist in society. Right? Make abortion legal and make it... She was ahead of her time, wasn't she? Not only legal, make it easy. Right? And we've just seen in Ireland, they've closed the, the door was closed, the devil got a good case, poor lady, got the media on it, as we'll see later, to open the door, get the, get the heart, get the emotions working, get the votes going, and the door has been left open. Not wide open, but just a little bit open. And when the door is just a little bit open, you know, it tends to close, doesn't it? No, it doesn't. It tends to open. It tends to open. So if sex is free, then make abortion legal and make it easy. She said, listen to this, she said, build clinics for abortion. There was nothing at the time. This was, I don't know when she said, it was before the first, Second World War. Health clinics in schools. If people are, are going to enjoy the joy of sexual relationships, they need to be free of unnecessary fears. In other words, they should not be hampered by with unwanted pregnancy. What a, what a bother, huh? With unwanted... So, yeah? I always remember, even in Spain, I saw society change so much in my time. There was a guy, a neighbor of mine in the block of flats we lived in, Paco, he was getting married, and I said to him, Paco, I said, it's an important step, isn't it? I was yeah, just using it as, a, as, as an opportunity to speak to him. Bueno, as, as, as a Moy was saying, no, bueno. He said, there's a solution to that nowadays. So he knew before he got married, if it didn't work out, there was an open door. There wouldn't have been before, and of course, you know the end of the story. He was divorced within two years. Yeah. Um, and so, abortion, as told by Christians, is oppressive and denies our rights. We have a right to choose whether we want to have a child or not. If a woman does not want the pregnancy, she should have the freedom to get rid of that pregnancy, painless and as easy as possible. She was ahead of her time, wasn't she? She was putting, she, this was an entrance that put words into people 20 and 30 years down the line. That's how he comes in. The devil comes into society through philosophy, through poets, uh, through thinkers, through, through role models, etc. Five, make divorce easy and legal. Free people from the concept of marriage for life. Do you realize for thousands of years the concept of marriage was until death us do part. Uh, as we say, uh, as we, back in Genesis, the first marriage. Marriage doesn't come from any state or nation or tribe. It comes from, it's marriages of God. It's not even a Christian institution, it's a creative creation. It goes right back to the garden. Alice wrote 50 years ago. I tell you. This woman has a lot to be, to be, to be, to be yeah. Alice wrote 50 years ago that love has got a mysterious link, right? that love has got a mysterious link called the love bond. It's like an ovum that comes out of the ovary. As it travels through your system, it clicks a love factor in you, and there's one other person in the world who can respond to that love bond. When you see that person, everything within you clicks. That is your man-woman. If you miss him, you'll never be happy until that love bond cycles past. 
for many years. So for you to be happy, get that person at whatever cost. If it means getting him or her out of that marriage, get him or her that is your man-woman. It's a mistake for him or her to be elsewhere. And if you go together for some time and find that love has died, don't be held in bondage by the Christian values. It will never come back. What you need is an easily arranged divorce and allow another love bond to come forth just like an ovum comes up and when it comes forth you'll enjoy love again. Wow! But, I mean this, this sounds amazing, but really she's been very successful, hasn't she? She's been very successful, I would say. Okay, six. Make homosexuality an alternative lifestyle. Alice Bailey preached that sexual enjoyment is the highest pleasure in humanity. No one must be denied and no one must be restricted how to enjoy themselves. People should be allowed in whichever way they choose they want. Whether it is homosexuality or in incest or bestiality, as long as the two agree. This is amazing stuff. I was in the island of Iona a couple of years ago and I was in a kind of new agey type church and I said to the guy was playing the devil's advocate I said to him, who are we to say think about it, if homosexuality is alright who are we to say that a man cannot marry his dog? Ooh! Ooh! He said, what, what are you talking about? And of course there'd be a series of arguments to say against that. You know it was about a year afterwards I realized in Leviticus, uh, homosexuality, sodomy and bestiality are in the next verse to each other. Several times since then, I was actually surprised myself, it was just an idea, a, a debating idea came to me. I have heard about the movement for bestiality. Now this is, ugh. And just lately, I've, there's a website where a woman has just married her dog in Romania. So these are end time stuff. And you open the door and the door will continue to open. We individually have a responsibility to close the door of our own house, don't we? If you leave your door open at night and you get up and you say, I've been robbed, and the first thing the police ask you, did you lock the door? And you say no. Okay, well, yeah, innocent, huh? but there's no prizes for being innocent. Sorry, John, would you, would you go and collect your children, please, okay. if you uh, have children upstairs? Oh, sorry, yeah. Getting right. a bit uneasy up there. That's okay, just keep them quiet when you, when you bring them down, maybe look after them. We'll try and finish. Yeah, come down. We'll, 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 I want to end up in a special word of prayer. Debase art, make it run mad, use media to promote and change the mindsets, the television, there's a whole list of things here about the television, um, which we can go into. Create an interfaith movement, the ecumenical movement, the World Council of Churches. You see, many of these things, what, where we get deceived, as someone said, the, the devil doesn't create anything. He's a counterfeit artist. There is a real and there's an unreal or, or a false. So there is a true unity of the spirit, is what we want, is that we're trying to get even in our throne, you know what I mean? But there's another one which puts us all together, no problem, forget about your differences, all, uh, opera, all roads lead to the same place, your God, my God, what difference does it make? No sir, 
I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father but by me. He said it, I believe it, that settles it. Sorry, that's why I'm a Christian, I'm agreeing with him. It's not that I'm making it up. I wish it was in a way that easy. I actually, maybe there's something wrong with me, I'd be happy if I woke up and the word hell was gone from the Bible. Right? I don't want anyone to go to hell. But you know something? God doesn't want anyone to go to hell either. But that doesn't change reality that they're going to go if they don't turn, if they don't change, if they don't make the right choices. And it's up to us to put that choice before people. And in an attractive way. And to be all things to all men. Not in a legalistic way. You know, but we mustn't, we have to do it God's way. Sometimes we'll make mistakes, but we've got to keep on, because you see now, what the devil will do, as I say, he changed persecution to popularity. He'll take legalism, which is bad, religion, and say, okay, let's go to hyper-faith, hyper-grace. You know, and okay, that was wrong, but this is wrong. We don't want hyper grace, we want amazing grace. That's what we want. We want God's grace. And how do you do it? Well, it ain't that easy. But you do it in body, you do it in relationships, you do it by having, being a humble spirit, by having a good attitude, by being teachable, by realizing you don't know it all, by realizing that God is in control, not us. He has given us authority, delegated authority, but he's still the authority. So I, I am not to go up and pretend I'm as strong as those demons. I, I, I cannot play around with spiritual things. I am a child of God. I am hiding in the slipstream of Jesus. He is going before me. I am his disciple. Right? Why am I mentioning this? Because as these lies come in, the church gets out of kilter. Doctrines come in very in an imperceptible way, and we go off. When you go off, you start to smell off as well. Yeah. Okay. Create an interfaith movement, and I will finish with the one that has most uh, uh, struck me lately. It's not. Listen to this one, and I finish with this one from the summary. You can go to and because I believe this is so pertinent in the Ireland in which we're living in at the moment. It says, get governments to make all these laws and get the church to endorse these changes. Get the church to go along with the government. Instead of saying, no, instead of standing up and saying, you know, you'll have to go through me, uh, if you want to, if you want to say same-sex relationships, or you know, you would be amazed the amount that has already gone into the church, and it gets into the church by by using labels like tolerance and love and compassion, being broad-minded, being open, not being legalistic. No, we want to be Christistic. We don't want. To, we won't have those labels put on us. We, but it's a battle. I tell you, it's a battle. If maybe you haven't gone through it, but you will go through it. So let's this morning wake up, shake up, and let's keep in that intimate place with God. Let's keep close to God, but realizing there is an active enemy. So we have to be awake, we have to realize he has a strategy, and we have to have a strategy as well. 
You can't devise a strategy to defeat the devil. You can't decide we're going to get into spiritual warfare and defeat the devil uh, with the authority. No, we have to get God's strategy. Be led by the Spirit. Uh, be taken by the Spirit in the way. Be humble. Uh, be, be teachable. Then rise up when he says it and act with, the, with boldness, yes, in the power of the Spirit, but with the balance, the correct balance that he wants for us. Amen? Do we have, can we have a time of praying over what I've just said? Pray as God leads you. Pray what you think about it. Lord, we want to thank you for this time. Lord, I pray that we are discovering the works Jesus. of the enemy. Lord, um, I know that this message is not that popular. There are nicer messages. There are more pleasant ones to our feelings, I think. But we need to wake up. We